usual hump day Wednesday on the show about food and fun places in the mayhem of life. And it's day two of January mayhem in our part of the world. Yesterday, we were freezing our butts off. Today, we're going to try and travel through what is set to be really uh, probably our biggest snowstorm of the season so far. And not too terribly bad in the Brandon region. But the closer you get to Riding Mountain National Park and Dauphin could be a bad situation for us today. We'll go straight to the roads in just a second. Also, news this morning that families are shrinking in this country. The average family now has just one child. Oh, memories of the big families just came through the holidays. It's when families are are kind of fun, aren't they? We'll talk a bit about that. Jimmy Kimmel goes off on Aaron Rodgers. Oh, boy. He tore him a new one on the show. We've got it for you. Strangest 911 calls of 2023 coming up. Why people call 911, you can only imagine. I got a burger and it was called. Uh, can you send police over, please? As, as quickly as you can. And Rogers goes on a podcast and he's talking about Jeffrey Epstein. And he says, oh, everything will come out. All the stuff will come out. And Jimmy Kimmel will have a lot to answer to. Insinuating that Jimmy Kimmel had some direct contact with Jeffrey Epstein. Now, the backstory to this is that Jimmy Kimmel's friend, one of his really good friends, somebody he spends the holidays with, is Jeffrey Epstein's personal chef, or at least he was. So it's being insinuated that since the chef had to cook for this creepo scumbag, there would have been some information that had flown to Jimmy Kimmel. And there's absolutely no way to know if that did or did not happen. But I think that's what Aaron Rodgers was you know, trying to convey in the podcast. And it really obviously angered Jimmy Kimmel, took to the show. Uh, what happened is he's a Jets quarterback now. He went on a show on ESPN, the Pat McAfee show, and out of the blue insinuated that I was nervous because the Jeffrey Epstein list was coming out. He said I was hoping it wouldn't and that he was going to pop a bottle of something to celebrate when he did. And then it did come out. And, of course, my name wasn't on it and isn't on it and won't ever be on. I don't know Jeffrey Epstein. I've never met Jeffrey Epstein. I'm not on a list. I was not on a plane. Or and an technically, I believe him. And technically, he's cor- he's probably right, right? I mean, make false and very damaging statements like that, that we should do it in court so he could share his proof with like a judge. Because, you know, when you hear a guy who won a Super Bowl and did the, all the State Farm commercials say something like this, a lot of people believe it. A lot of delusional people Honestly, believe I am meeting up with Tom Hanks and Oprah at Shakey's once a week to eat pizza and drink the blood of children. And I know this. Well, this is kind of the world we live in now, right? I guess believes one of two things. Either he actually believes my name was going to be on Epstein's list, which is insane. Or the more likely scenario is he doesn't actually believe that. He just said it because he's mad at me for making fun of his top knot and his lies about being vaccinated. Might be time to revisit that concussion protocol, Aaron. <laughs> so he saw that. The idea that his brain is just average is unfathomable to him. We learned during COVID, somehow he knows more about science than scientists. He put on a magic helmet. Uh, the point I'm trying to make is that, you know, like he just goes on and on and on. And I mean, he's got the platform to do it. So uh, he he continues to go on. And continues to take Aaron Rodgers over the coals. And I guess, I mean, that's his prerogative. It's his show. It's his airtime. I mean, he can kind of, he can do whatever he wants. What has been lost in our society is 
nuance. He, of course, he didn't know Jeffrey Epstein directly. And I believe him. But there is a nuance there where there is a connection there. Why doesn't he address that head on? You know, it could clear a lot of things up, you know, and then it's 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 total misinformation from everybody. Anyway, the war is on. I I hope that he gets Aaron Rodgers on his show. And that would be the most tuned in uh, primetime television event, I think, ever if he could get him uh, on the show. But uh, okay, you want to say that? Get, Get on the show. Come here, come here, come on, come on my show or do a video call and say, hey, we got Aaron Rodgers on here. What the hell is wrong with you? I have kids. What is wrong with you? And then he could say, well, what about the the chef and stuff like that? And, I could, and then he could say, well, we never talked about anything like that. And then we'd have to kind of judge. But we'll see where it goes. Sunrise Credit Union. Look at these friendly faces. <coughs> Excuse me. 19 locations across southern Manitoba to serve you at Sunrise Credit Union. And uh, the future looks bright. They got a new app and website launching later this month. So be on the lookout for it. Also, RRSP deadline is coming up. Uh, for this past year, uh, 2023, at the end of February. So keep Sunrise Credit Union in mind if you're looking for an RRSP for last year or to top it up. Uh, And Sunrise Credit Union is looking for possibly some new boards of directors, some new members of the board. They're doing their elections in January 29th. Uh, For details, visit sunrisecu.mb.ca. Thank you, Sunrise Credit Union, for being sponsors on the Tyler Glenn Show. And to our friends at Auto Fashion on this Web Wednesday. Over at Auto Fashion, you're going to find all kinds of uh, social cred about the job that they do. Take a look at this. Just some beautiful interior work. It's not just detailing. It is fine auto finishing at Auto Fashion. They do such an amazing job. Look at you could eat off that floor. Not that you'd want to eat off your car floor, but it's been known to happen where you're going through the drive-thru and some french fries slide out of the container and then all of a sudden they're on the floor. And you go, oh jeez. I got french fries on the floor. Should I eat them? Could you eat those french fries off your car floor right now? Probably not. I have one car where yes, I could. (laughs) Remarkably, that's the one that was cleaned by auto fashion. And the one that was cleaned by yours truly, I would probably be having to sacrifice that french fry. I would be. Goodbye. Goodbye, little french fry. I'm sorry I had to say goodbye. Look at that. It's just beautiful. Auto fashion. You will find them. Very close to Lady of the Lake, you're behind Lee's Buffet, Auto Fashion. And they are MPI accredited for paintless dent repair if you've got any kind of hail damage or anything like that. This is what you want to do. You want to give these guys a follow right here. Auto Fashion at 255 17th Street North. Been talking an awful lot about the door being open at the um, on the Alaskan Airlines flight. The Alaskan Airlines flight door that flew off and they have grounded a whole bunch of Boeing aircraft to make sure that the bolts hold properly. And then we have this happen. Somebody actually opened the door on purpose on an Air Canada flight. Uh, He opened the cabin door and fell out of the airplane. I'm not making this up. Like, what is it with the plane doors right now? Can we just back off? Can we back off and sit in our seat, put your seatbelt on, buckle up, shut up, and enjoy your flight? What is going on here? So this guy decides, yeah, maybe I don't want to take this flight. It was an Air Canada flight from Toronto to Dubai. He opened the cabin door and fell to the tarmac, 
before takeoff Monday evening, injuring himself. And, well, of course, that caused all kinds of delays. The plane, a Boeing 777, was sitting at the tarmac at uh, Pearson, preparing for takeoff when all of a sudden, pop, door opens. Where They're like, the crew is like, holy shit. Is this like the Alaskan airline? What's going on? And then all of a sudden, they see this guy falling out of the airplane. And if you've been on a plane, you know that's high up. That is like, that is not a short fall. They just see a body. Off it goes. And they're like, oh, my God. What is happening here? Air Canada confirmed to Global News that during the boarding of the flight, the passenger who'd boarded the aircraft normally opened the door, jumped out. As a result, the passenger sustained injuries falling to the tarmac. Emergency services were called, and Air Canada says the flight, which was scheduled to carry 319 passengers, was delayed and departed later with 318 passengers. (laughs) It was scheduled to have 319. Uh, We were down one because one guy decided to... Buzz off. What was interesting, though, is his cell phone was in his pocket and his cell phone screen cracked on the fall of 20 feet. The Alaskan Airlines phones, they did not. 16,000 feet. We need Mythbusters to investigate this. I have no idea if his phone broke. I'm just full of it. I'm just making stuff up now. This caused a six-hour delay for these poor people on the plane. Can you imagine? I'd be so pissed, Uh, especially if you're trying to catch a connector to a warm vacation somewhere, and you're like, what What is wrong with you? What what are you doing? I think you know who Christian Freeland is. She's the deputy prime minister. If you don't know, there's an online news organization called Rebel News. They're kind of like the Fox News of Canada. They're in your face. A lot to, well, I mean, if you know what Fox News is in the States, you know what Rebel News is in Canada. Anyway, this guy, uh, a reporter from their news organization, tries to approach Christian Freeland. Here she is, obviously not in Manitoba because there's no snow. And he tries to approach her. And, and what normally happens is when a microphone gets stuck in your face, you're supposed to say no comment or uh, sorry, I don't have a I don't have any information on that. I'll answer it later. And if you get too close to these high profile politicians, I mean, she is the deputy prime minister and she is the finance minister. If you get too close to these politicians, RCMP can get between you and the politician, which is the way it should be. You don't want to get up into people's faces. And that's not the problem in this video. The problem is, well, I'll play it for you. You can you can judge for yourself. Why is your government supporting Islamo-Nazi? What? You've been What are you doing? Okay, they're getting away. You're under arrest for assault. You're under arrest for assault. Please. Police, you're under arrest for assault. How am I under arrest? You bumped into me. You pushed into me. You bumped I was just scrubbing. I got my credentials here and you just bumped into me. So excuse Police, me. you're under arrest for What is your name in your bag? Whoa. And so I'm thinking to myself, what is going on in this country? I like to make fun of Canada tongue-in-cheek, and I like to call us like the North Korea of North America as a joke. As a joke. This is not this is not good. Let's let's watch this again in case you missed it. He's he's pretty close in here. He's pretty I can understand RCMP are going to get in there and wedge themselves between this reporter 
I'm not, I don't even know his name. I don't care. He's a reporter asking a question. RCMP should say, excuse me, back off, give her some space. That's, I mean, you can't get this close to Joe Biden or even a senator in the United States. So that's okay. Get them in there. Make sure that the politicians have their personal space. But the assistant here in this hat right here, she knows this is coming. And in high school basketball, my coach used to say, hey, run a pick play. Do you know the pick play? And that's what they're running here. They knew it. They could see him. Look at Christian's, look at her face. Oh, yeah. You don't know what's coming. You're going to be picked, mister. We're going to pick you off. The RCMP should have wedged themselves in between the reporter and the politician. That did not happen. He kind of lightly body checked him a little bit here, bumped him, and then she beelines in the other direction, other direction, and then bump, bump. You're under arrest for assault. And then look at this guy's look at this guy's eyes. You're under arrest for assault. You assaulted me. Now, assault is a serious thing. I don't think anybody should go around assaulting anybody. I'm not condoning assault, but I don't know. You be the judge of that. I mean, he is a reporter trying to ask questions, and it did it obviously did not go well, and he was arrested. He was taken away. You're under arrest. What is your name and your badge? Why am I under arrest? He blocked my way. I was just scrumming uh, Christian Freeman. I'm a police officer. You're under arrest. Oh, I'd be lawyering up so damn fast. Oh, my God. I would be lawyering up so fast. I think that this guy, whoever this reporter is, uh, congratulations, your retirement is set. You are going to sue the RCMP. You're going to sue the government. You're going to sue whoever else is on the sidewalk. Uh, If the police want to uh, make sure that there is some space for the politicians, it seems reasonable in a democracy. Arresting journalists? This is where we are? This This is not good. A woman in Canada discovered a special talent when she was seven years old. She can whistle through her nose. And this is pretty remarkable. Let's see. She holds the Guinness Book of World Record for nose whistling. Look at this. Oh, man. And she's from Canada. I bet you she can whistle the Beachcombers theme. That's pretty amazing. Can you hear her? Wow. I love it. She is amazing. She is amazing. Uh, An amazing nose whistler. Just think, we could use her at hockey games. She could be a referee and and wouldn't need a whistle. That's pretty cool. Um, You know, if, if you were her boyfriend, it would be very interesting to... Uh, you well, it would be if you were with her. Why does the referee keep blowing the whistle while we're trying to get busy here? We're trying to hook up. Treat, treat, treat. However, at the beginning of an intimate session, she could whistle really loud like it was like, Yes, it is time for the master lovemaker to enter the room. Thank you so much for 
Blowing your whistle, blowing your horn. Thank you so much. Leon's Furniture Superstore is uh, got their Boxing Week clearance sale on. Now, it is Web Wednesday. I want to show you this because we've been talking about it all week. And uh, you can take two years to pay, other than the taxes and fees, two years to pay. Take a look at these special offers. I've been telling you about the 50% off. There's that mattress there, $4.99, the Maya Plush Queen mattress, the 4K HDR Smart uh, TV. Oh, wouldn't the Tyler Glenn show look good on that, baby? $7.99, the L2 Top Load Washer and Dryer Set. Right here. I'm going to move that up. Eleven ninety six, And the list goes on. Up to 50% off select bedroom furniture. Save up to $800 on select dining sets. A whole lot more. Check it out at leons.ca before you even leave your house. And then... Go as fast as you can to Leon's Furniture Superstore at 3635 Victoria Avenue in Brandon's West End, okay? And uh, Co-ops of Westman. One of the things I wanted to show you is that uh, Co-ops of Westman going to be part of this year's Ag Days, which is uh, a big deal in these parts. This is Barry Cooper. And uh, Barry is uh, one of the managers over at the Heritage Co-op. This is the one that's closest to me, closest to the beach bunker. Here he is. My name is Barry Cooper with Heritage Co-op. He is a movie star. Barry is a movie star. Look at him here. This is an Academy Award winning performance. Here's Barry. We're really excited to be part of Ag Days, January 16th to 18th, 2024. I'd like to personally invite you to be part of the kickoff breakfast on January the 16th at 7 a.m. in the Dome Building in Brandon. It's a great way to kick off the event and support Egg in the Classroom, Manitoba. We'll see you in Brandon on January 16th to 18th for Manitoba Egg Days, where the egg year begins. A Brampton man, 25 years old, charged with impaired driving, charged with cracking open a beer while driving to celebrate his new driver's license. Uh, The 25-year-old has been accused of going 50 kilometers above the limit, weaving in and out of traffic, heading home from Orangeville Driving Test Center. Look at that. I got my driver's license. Woo! I finally got it back. How do you celebrate getting your driver's license back? Let's crack open a beer. Uh, He had his license for 20 minutes. (laughs) According to police, the guy had just taken it past his G2. In celebration, the driver cracked a beer and decided to drive back to Brampton on Highway 10. As the driver headed south, he flew he flew past an unmarked police car, and the rest, as they say, is history. Back to airplanes for a second. The Alaska Air topic still being bantered about. And, of course, we told you about the Air Canada flight where the guy opened the door on purpose. Uh, but uh, there's all kinds of content online this morning talking about keeping your seatbelt fastened and the importance of that. And we talked about that as soon as the, the door on the Alaskan Airlines flight went flying off. We say, you know, it's probably a good idea that you should have your seatbelt on most of the time you're on an airplane. Of course, unless you're getting up to use the washroom or something like that. Um, but uh, your seatbelt should be on most times. And they say seatbelts saved a lot of lives because a lot of people had them on when that door fell off. But there is one time on an airplane you should not have your seatbelt on. There is one time that it's important that uh, you keep your seatbelt off, actually. And um, that is when the plane is refueling. The one time not to wear a seatbelt, if an aircraft is being fueled while passengers... Uh, are on board, the seatbelt sign lights will be turned off. You'll notice that. Um, And you should not have your seatbelt fastened if fuel is going into the airplane. 
if an incident was to occur during the fueling process, that is where a speedy evacuation is of the utmost importance. I mean, there's, you can smell it. There's a little jet fuel. Jet fuel is, yeah. Don't have to elaborate on that. Anyway, speedy evacuation will not be helped by passengers who are fiddling with their fiddling with their their seatbelts. Plus, they don't want people fiddling with their seatbelts while the refueling is going on. Sparks could occur. Yeah, just leave your seatbelt alone if they're gassing up the up the plane. But as soon as they you know put the cap back on and they can collect their Canadian tire money on the fuel and the windshields have been squeegeed. And they have given their credit card to pay the gas master before they take off. Then you're okay to put your seatbelt back on. The 10 strangest 911 calls. uh, These come from the RCMP in Saskatchewan. At number one, someone called RCMP to complain that the smell of the deep fried rink food was too strong. Someone hired a person to cut their grass. Then they called RCMP to complain that it wasn't cut properly. An individual whose campsite was being invaded by bugs called RCMP because they didn't have any bug spray. Holy cow. The 10 strangest 911 calls of 2023 in Saskatchewan. A bag of potato chips got stuck in a vending machine, so someone called to see if an officer would come and help get the chips unstuck. <laughs> you know you know who should respond to that call? The guy who roughed up the reporter last hour. Send him. Send that RCMP guy. He's going to rough up a reporter. What the hell is wrong with you? Come on. Uh, number five, someone called 911 to ask for a salon's phone number so that they could book a haircut. There you go, Quinn. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yes, 911, what's your emergency? My emergency is I can't hear. I got hair growing into my ears. It's growing down onto my collar, and I need to get myself a haircut as fast as I can. So can you please, for the love of God, give me a number of somebody that'll cut my hair? Uh, sir, this is 911. Um, we're going to send an RCMP to throw you against a wall and rough you up like we did uh, that reporter. And so you're going to jail. Porky Jr. wants to know if alcohol was a contributing factor in most of these calls. Possibly. At number six of ten, a person called 911 to see if they could park their car on the other side of the street so the sun wouldn't affect their leather interior. My leather interior is getting all damaged. Is it okay if I park on the other side of the street? Oh, Cindy's in there. Shots fired. This is Sask- You know what? It's only because the Saskatchewan media, I think, were smart enough to get on this story. I bet you Manitoba, especially people in Winnipeg, um, would have some that would be uh, equally as, as, as stupid. At number seven, someone's batteries and their smoke detector were low, so they requested an officer to pick some batteries up for them. Listen, Linda, listen, Linda, you need to have good batteries in your smoke detector. At number eight of the 10 strangest 911 calls, a parent called 911 to complain that their child wouldn't clean their room. I bet you that has happened in Manitoba, too. 
At number nine, a person called officers to ask an officer to come help remove wasps from their house. And finally, at number 10, someone called 911 to complain that their friend hit them in the face during a boxing match. Recruiter for Saskatchewan RCMP Operational Communication said, as entertaining as these are, we want to remind everyone that 911 is for emergencies and emergencies only. When I'm answering calls that aren't an emergency, it means I'm not available for someone else who really does need help, and it could be life-threatening. I remember going to school with some farming families, and they had seven, eight, nine, ten kids in, in their family. Terry says, it's too expensive to be having kids nowadays. One of the many reasons I don't even want one. Cindy says, 100%. Why? I get it. I'm coming from a place with three You know, you talk to young people, uh, you can see why we are getting close to zero, guys. And I mean, to each their own, whether you want 12 kids or you want no kids or you want 10 dogs. I really don't care that's your business. But what's all of our business is that, uh, you know what, probably in the next 20 or 50 or 80 years, I'd like to retire sometime. And if we don't have some young people in this country doing some work to pay for the, what is it, CPP or pension or whatever, we're kind of going to be screwed. We need to have some young people that are willing to kind of pay our bills as as old people. This is Tyler Glenn coming to you from the nursing home. And uh, today is diaper change day, and I'm really excited about that. But holy cow, I got no money because there's no kids. Mama Sunday says, just had this discussion last night at supper with my boys. The costs and the craziness of the world. Something has got to break. Something has to snap. Something has to happen. And I just hope that it's peaceful. And that we don't have RCMP roughing up reporters. Damn! Okay, uh, Cheryl says, nine kids. Holy cow. Bradley says, to keep the standard of living, we need to do this. G7 countries have a, have few kids and take care of them to the best. Third world countries have many, but they can't, they can't take care of them. It's hard for them to survive. Denise says, our world can't cope with big families, not enough food for them all. Well, that's, you know, good thought, Denise, but it is, that is a line of bullshit that we've been fed. There is food for everybody. There is, we are drowning in food. We waste so much food. I think it's 40% of our food hits the landfill. A bag of 10 apples, four of those apples is going into garbage. There is a lot of food for everybody. We got a ton of waste. My in-laws on both sides had siblings, and my mom had seven. Uh, There's a family near Winnipeg, who says, Paul, they've got 10 kids. Amanda says she's in a family of 10. And, oh, we got lots of comments coming in now. Uh, Porky Jr. says, but will you have your Amazon payout, Tyler? Well, that will buy me my cigarettes when I decide to take up smoking again. Tim Hortons, for a limited time, is bringing back four retro donuts in restaurants and coffee shops across Canada. Would you have a look at this? Look at this. They're already lined up and ready to go. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember these retro donuts? New cups, donut and tin bit boxes and other packaging. 60th anniversary logo is everywhere. The Dutchies back past the Dutchie. Past the Dutchie. Blueberry fritter, the walnut crunch. It's all back and it all starts today. Today is the day. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you heard correctly. Tim Hortons Retro Donuts are back starting today. Go for the blueberry fritter, the cinnamon sugar twist, the walnut crunch, or the dutchie. No matter what is happening in the world, 
you can ensure a huge dose of dopamine to that skull of yours once you take a bite of that delicious, smooth, and flaky donut. So sweet, so delectable. You deserve it. Go to Tim Hortons. Sponsors of the Tyler Glenn Show. And again, the Retro Donuts are back starting today. Ten locations of Tim Hortons, Westman and area. Go get them while they're hot. Brandon, Verdon, Nipah, Dauphin, and in Mooseman. Alternative Choice Garden Center. Bernice was really excited about this. The Pilates that they've got going on. I do want to remind you that uh, their Pilates event is coming fast. You're going to want to pre-register for this. Saturday's in the greenhouse. Here is the information on that. A little bit of it anyway. 2 to 3 p.m. on Saturday. Also today, oh, I want to remind you about this. The Pets and Plant Adoption event happening Saturday from 1 till 4. But today is National House Plant Appreciation Day. Scratch and save up to 50% in store today only at Alternative Choice Garden Center. There, Alternative Choice Garden Center at the corner of 34th and Patricia. And again, if you're feeling lucky, scratch and save up to 50% today as they celebrate National Houseplant Appreciation Day. Well, at least the Vikings, you can get something to win for the Vikings. Somebody just yesterday won $1,674 on the NFL Super Bowl jackpots slot machine at Skydancer Casino. Doesn't that look good? So $1,600 US, you're looking at adding about another four or $500. That's about two grand. Two grand Canadian. Well done. They are worth the follow at Skydancer Casino and Resort on Facebook, on Instagram. There's a better look at the NFL slot machines. They're the only casino in North Dakota that has this on their gaming floor, the NFL-sanctioned Grand jackpot slot machines. And if you know of somebody that is into pool, the 2024 pool tournament goes March 21st to 24th. 10,000 US dollars added to the prize money pot. And of course, this is the place where they have that amazing new water park called Turtle Island Water Park. Check it out. Skydancer Casino, just 88 minutes south of Brandon in Belcourt, North Dakota. The size of families, the average Canadian family now, one child, actually less than one. Uh, It used to be 1.5, and it had me thinking, "Mm, how does that work exactly, 1.5? But we're under one now and headed towards zero. A new report says that in 1950, the average person had 60 family members. Today, in 2024, the average person has just 24 family members. That is less than half. So things like family reunions, Christmas, special occasions, grandma and grandpa's anniversary, this stuff is, is you know, it's happening in real time. We are kind of sliding to a point where we're not going to have a lot of little kids anymore. And, you know, at Christmas time, you really notice it because Christmas with little kids is just magical. Um, Some more comments this morning. Amanda says, I'm from a family of 10. Michelle says, not sure where we're going to find people to fill jobs if nobody's having kids. We're going to have to have people from all over the world come to our country if that's going to happen. As for cost, I get it. But back in the day, you planted a garden, you had chickens, you had pigs, you had cows, and then you had seven kids. The problem, Michelle says, is we want more stuff and newer things, and we're selfish. And we don't want to give up that stuff for the sake of the kids. Think of the kids. Think of the children. I have two children, and I worked out of the home, but did rely on a big garden for years, says Michelle, to help supplement the costs. But we did it. 
without a lot of things. We just did without because we sacrificed for our children. And I think Michelle is onto something here. But having had two children of my own, and if somebody asked me, should I have children, I would say pump the brakes. Caution, Will Robinson. Times have changed. Times were a little easier. I mean, and I'm sure every generation says that, looking backwards. But I mean, I grew up in the 80s and 90s. I probably had it better than any generation. This is this is craziness. We're, we're into crazy land now. Every day, something else pops up that's kind of pushes us further and further down the crazy train. You know what I'm saying? Calvin agrees. He says, I feel for the next generation. Will they be able to raise kids in a world like this? The cost of everything makes you think that I can give a child the upbringing education and they need to succeed? I don't think so. Will they be able to find work? Hard not to worry or feel like pessimistic about the future. My mom had nine siblings and my dad had 13, says Kyle. Uh, Monique says, we have eight in our family. We love it. Wouldn't change anything. My kids are informed, intelligent, and resilient. Exactly the kinds of people we need. Oh, that is so true. But in the minority. Brady says, my Nana had 10 siblings growing up. The only biggest family I know is a family of five. Brad says, they can't even take accountability for their own lives. Imagine them with kids. Holy cow. The expense is, of course, a lot. Many young adults have a tough time getting a spouse, let alone having a kid. Best thing I ever did was have kids, though. It was the proudest moment. So he's saying, yeah, you know what? Having kids is awesome. But good luck, next generation. Good luck. Brittany chimes in this morning and says, who can afford to have kids? I can see where the decline comes in. Plus, who wants to raise a child in the world that we live in right now? Melanie says, my mom and dad are both from big families. Mom had 15 kids. Dad had 10 kids. Holy shit, that's big. Whoa, that's got to be fun. But that's got to be a lot of food. (laughs) Can you imagine cooking for all those people? I don't understand society anymore. I don't understand where we're supposed to go. There used to be, when we grew up, you know, there was right and wrong. There's lane, the good lane and the bad lane, and you fit into those two lanes. Forgive this terrible analogy, but now it's like driving on a friggin' Los Angeles freeway with 25 lanes, and everyone gets to go in whatever direction that they want to go, which is kind of cool and kind of scary as hell. I'm supposed to raise them. No, just let them flourish. Put them, be like a plant. Put them out in the sun, water them occasionally, throw a pizza pop at their forehead, you know, and then check in on them now and again. Well, what about school? Well, should they decide they'd like to go to school and feel that it is within the realm of their potential, then that is their choice that they're going to make, blah, 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 blah. Is it okay if I give you a hug? Go to hell, Mom! Go to hell! I really would like to give you a hug. I said go to hell! I don't like how you're acting right now. This is, this is, you know, and we want to have another 40 kids. Just like you because you bring us so much joy. And Daryl says my grandma had 20. That's unbelievable. It's so hard to imagine. There's some big families in our area. Uh, and it, it is really beautiful. Big families are beautiful, especially during the holidays, especially when you're trying to cook for all these people and you are still managing to accomplish leftovers, even though you're feeding a small army. That's kind of fun. It's always a good time. And 
You know, you need family to lean on when shit goes sideways and shit always goes sideways. Um, families are becoming extinct. And, you know, it's just something we need to be aware of because this report, this shocking new report is making headlines all over the place because it's got people concerned, obviously, for the reasons that I laid out as far as our pensions are concerned. But, you know, society wise, you want to have families, you want to have families, have some fun. How can I not showcase our newest sponsor, the Elkhorn Resort Clarso Spa? Solstice Spa was the old one. Uh, this is on their Facebook page. Our selection of classic mocktails, a huge hit at Clarso Spa. Be sure to give them a try in between relaxing in our Nordic Spa experience. Check that out. Even though they're mocktails, meaning there's no booze in there, they look great. Call 204-848-2802. Sherilyn says, I love the mocktail menu. We really enjoyed our time at Clarso. We will definitely be back over and over and over again. I'm thinking winter is going to be way easier to take if you've got a facility like this. 204-848-2802, 204-848-2802, Clarso Spa at Elkhorn Resort. Also, I want to let you know, AR Cash, these tickets, I was talking to Michelle yesterday, and she said these tickets are going fast. This is dinner and a show. However, you can purchase tickets that are just the show. If you like Johnny and June, these guys are apparently quite good, and there aren't many tickets still left available. Tickets are priced at $85 for dinner and the show. After January 8, uh, after January 13th, they'll move to $100, so act on this fast so you don't miss out. And if you want to just do the show, it's $40. Also watch for the next upcoming show, February 10th, The Legend Lives Valentine Show starring Dalen James's Elvis. So if you're an Elvis fan, you're going to want to check that out. And our friends at Murray Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC Certified Service Express. Let's check out the live stream, the quick lube live stream. See if we can get that working for us this morning. Pull that up and see if they've got a lineup. And we can actually get the only live shot of Brandon Manitoba that is an actual moving camera. The camera that we use on the on the road screen, it takes pictures every like 10 minutes. You can see traffic in the background there. Going down Richmond Avenue, a little bit of snow. And as Tosh was saying, it is not bad out there. It's not bad at all. So look at that. No lineup. That is the Murray Quick Lube live stream. You pull in there. I did this last week. I pulled where you can see the tracks there. You pull up to the doors. They'll do that battery check for you. And if you do need a new battery, they'll give you a $20 AC Delco credit towards your new battery at Murray Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC Certified Service Express. And again, when you get an oil change, you're helping to support local charities at the same time. MurrayChevBrandon.com. We will see you tomorrow at 7 o'clock Central for more food, fun places in the mayhem of life. And don't forget, if you ever miss a show, you ever got to check out, you ever got to take off, don't worry about it. We can we can get you the show in its podcast form. And you can get that at TylerGlennShow.com or wherever you get your podcast. Just type in TylerGlenn1N, just as you see on your screen there, T-Y-L-E-R-G-L-E-N. And you can download the podcast, take it with you. You can do some laundry. You can do the dishes. You can mow the lawn. You can shovel snow, whatever you need to do. I'm right there with you. Have a great day, guys. See you tomorrow. Oh, 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 oh,